Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and I hope everyone is having a great start to their Wednesday morning. It is officially March 16th. We are literally, I think, four days away from the end of Pisces season. And so with that being said, I am here with the most popular uh, segment of the show that everyone loves, which is the Pisces sex and relationship episode. But first... I want to mention a sponsor, which is me. <laughs> um, that is Alari Sky Jewelry Crystals, uh, uh, Crystal Jewelry, rather. Um, you know, if you would like to get any um, beautiful crystals to wear with you, because I don't know about you guys, but it's like, I've had, I've, you know, carried crystals with me. I have a little pouch that I had in my purse, and I still do, actually, but I need to charge it anyway, but I have them, and then, um, but that's in my bag. I did have them on my person, and then, like, especially, like, I would use carnelian and put it in my bra and work out. I had to use red jasper, and I've actually lost a few of my crystals because either they would fall out of my pockets or you know, something like that, or they didn't really fall out of my bra, but then you see like a lump in the bra, or they'd be poking the hell out of my boobs. <laughs> so I was like, you know, that's why I prefer to wear jewelry, because that way it's on your person, you know, and, and, um, bracelets are nice and stuff, but sometimes, like, I don't know about you guys, but like, let's say if you're doing like, nursing work or anything with your hands and stuff sometimes you can't have those because it'll either snag or get pulled or you know possibly get like taken off by like a machine if you're using machines and stuff so I prefer pendants and so um that's why I created this so that if you have a certain crystal that you're resonating with and that you feel that you need to have in your life you can wear it you know they're not big at all they're they're nice and delicate and everything so and they're very pretty. So um, if you're interested, please uh, go to the link in the show notes. And it is um, on Etsy. You can type in Alari Sky. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. Um, and then um, you'll see the icon pop up, which it says Alari Sky with no E, but I just put the store with an E in it. Um, but yeah, and just, uh, go up there and look, I'm going to be adding goodies. If you want to know when I'm going to launch some stuff, please follow at Alari Sky, um, jewelry on Instagram or either it's at Alari Sky. Oh my God. That's, that's pretty sad. Let me make sure I know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I believe it's Alari Sky jewelry, but I want to make sure. That's how bad my line is, you guys, because, like, um, I forget. The, yeah, it is Alari Sky Jewelry. I just wanted to make sure. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, and the link will be in the show notes. And um, I'm, I'm getting some uh, – I have lots of good uh, stuff that I'm getting ready to launch. A lot of it I'm waiting for um, my um, gold wiring, my gold and sterling silver to come in. Um, and then some of them I'm going to be using uh, some copper and uh, silver plated that is non-tarnishing uh, for the meantime because I can't afford to just wait and, you know, 
like because a lot of the stuff up there a lot of the rare stuff has already sold as I mentioned so a lot of it's quartz and while some people may want that and I have to like two bear cruises cruise amethyst uh, a lot of people are looking toward more of the rare stuff that's harder to find which I want to you know I have some stuff that is gonna fall in that category you guys I'm actually letting you guys know first but I am getting moldavite um it's going to be amazing that's what I'm going to definitely be using the silver and gold for um as well so I'm really excited with that um they are beautiful pieces I'm just waiting for those to come in and I will definitely let you guys know first but again you, you may want to follow the Instagram because I announce usually when I'm having a launch up there so that is the end of that but um, yeah, so for me, I've been doing great. Um, I feel like um, Pisces season is very special for me. It, it just really is with my little business launching and um, so far it being good, you know, and um, I just, I'm just so grateful that it's, you know, I didn't let myself get in the way again. And um, it just really showed a new side to me as far as like a business side, which I just feel like it just really brings out like my Virgoan Mars and my Scorpio Saturn. It just really highlights how well like once once I do something and I'm like in it and I'm very, you know, like consistent with it. I've been very consistent like, if I could, I don't know, like, my work ethic is amazing. If I could use my work ethic for, how you know, my health, like, how consistent and amazing and on point I am with it, and how I don't allow myself to, you know, like, I make sure I put all the money back into the business. You know, I get high-quality crystals. I do not fuck around with, like, anything that is online, because, you just don't know, you know, I don't want to have my name on, you know, my business name on something. And then let's say someone, you know, cause you can do tests, like, uh, putting it with fire, scratching it to see if any of it comes off. You can do that kind of stuff to see, you know, if it's fake. And I would be horrified if someone were to purchase something for me and it fails that test and they're like, Oh my gosh, don't get a Laurie Sky. She has crystals. So I drive to like the ends of my state <laughs> um, to get high quality crystals and they ain't cheap. So, um, but it makes me feel good that I know that my customers are happy. And so far I've had happy customers and everything. Um, and that's all I want. You know, this is my passion. You know, I love crystals. Crystals have really helped me during my healing journey a lot, especially, um, like, like I said, the, the amethysts and aquamarines hold a very special place in my heart because they were, they are what helped me. And, you know, I was just blessed that, you know, like I was able to find out about the healing energies of crystals when I did, because it really helped me you know, with that situation, of course, not saying it just magically poofed away, but it helped that, that energy, that calming energy it gave me truly helped me be able to get past some of that stuff. And, um, that's why I'm so passionate about it now. It's like it, that proved to me that, you know, it, it was, 
exactly what, you know, like the the books and everything were saying. Because at first I used to be the same. I was like, oh, the crystals are cool. But I used to think people were like a little bit over-exaggerating when they were like, oh, yeah, I did this and this. And it helped me with this. And I was like, what? You know, like it's not, you know, but when you do the work and plus you call on, you set intentions for it, brings in that energy, it really does work. So it made me a believer and it's just part of my healing routine and it's, you know, what I like to do. So, um, I'm passionate about it. I have fun wrapping it. Um, it, I'm a generator in human design. I don't know if anyone knows about that, but it's, you know, I'm like, basically I, when, whatever feels good to me is what I should be doing. If I'm not doing something that I'm meant to be doing, I get frustrated and it's not a fun time. So, Obviously, this is what I'm meant to do, and there's lots of things that I'm still in the works and excited about, and I just can't wait, guys, but I hope everyone else is killing 22, um, like, you know, truly diving into their goals and intentions for the year, because I'm telling you, I started off slow, but now it's like I'm, I'm taking off running. I'm still doing shadow work, too, because you know, shadow work is just never done. So I want to get out of, you know, make sure that I'm doing the right things and not sabotaging myself because you guys, Aries season is going to hit. And when Aries season is, you know, that's the beginning of the wheel again and of the Zodiac wheel and Aries season is all about action. There's no bullshitting there. That's when you're really going to take action. Pisces season was just the tip of the iceberg. It was your time to heal and reflect and create, you know, get your, like, create what you want to do, and then we're going to use that airy season to take action, so really excited about airy season as well, so, but I'm going to go ahead and jump into this episode, so you guys know I read from two books, it's, uh, the first one is Sex Signs, Every Woman's Astrological and Psychological Guide to Love, Men, Sex, Anger, Personal Power by Judith Bennett, and the next one because this is so um, more feminine focused. Um, I read Erotic Astrology, The Sex Secrets of Your Horoscope Revealed by Phyllis Vega. And this is for everyone, pretty much. So, I mean, you can still take from this, but it's definitely more more related to women. Hey, my cat just starts going crazy whenever I start recording. I don't get it. But here it is. It says Pisces checklist of Pisces traits. Note that this checklist describes the traits of one phase only. If it doesn't seem to fit, you check out check other lists to find the phase you are in right now. So this goes from one to thirty five and it's in three columns. One through twelve is together and one through I mean, thirteen through twenty four. I'm sorry, my cat's distracting the hell out of me. I don't want to like yell but it's just like my god she sounds like she's ripping shit up um okay but 13 through 24 are together and then 25 through 35 so I'm going to read 1 through 12 first and the first column is mysterious beautiful romantic subtle elusive passive mutable adaptive in love with love devoted gullible compartmentalized Uh, 13 through 24 is easily hurt, sentimental, indirect, dependent, intuitive, psychic, high spiritual strength, dominated by subconscious, receptive, depressive, isolationist, introverted. And then 25 through 35 is unfocused, escapist, 
artistic, brooding, low energy, guilt prone, self-sacrificing, low self-esteem, self de self-denigration, uh, procrastination, compassionate, humanistic, um, nurturing, and mess messianic or messianic. Um, so whatever um, you are, whatever which column you fall in, that's the phase that you are going through as a Pisces. Or you don't even have to have anything in Pisces, but you can have, an, you can have a Pisces phase still. So it says, um, oh, here's a quote by Anais Nen, House of Incest. Oh, okay. It says, my first vision of the earth was water veiled. I am of the race of men and women who see things through this curtain of the sea. Very Piscean. I wonder, is that person a Pisces? Okay, so it says general traits and background. <clears throat> Like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, the Pisces woman is full of magic and mischief. Her world is rich in emotional tornadoes. At her heel is an unbequitious friend or suitor who remains blissfully unaware of her strength, resilience, and self-containment. Ahead lies a path strewn with nearly insurmountable obstacles and unfathomable experiences. All around is a hostile world that nevertheless provides her periodic shelter and offers unexpected aid in rare forms. At the end of the journey is a never, never land visible only to those wearing the special emerald green glasses with which every Pisces woman is naturally endowed. Pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiac, mutable water. It is ruled by Neptune and is one of three water signs in the zodiac. As the last of the 12 signs, it is compo composite of characteristics cold from the other 11. Receptive, ultra-feminine, and intuitive, Pisces has magnetic beauty and great psychic and spiritual powers that are often shrouded by her own chameleon-like defenses. The Pisces-type woman is one who has her sun or other important planets in Pisces. Planets in the 12th house, a Pisces ascendant, or strong aspects to Neptune. Pisces types may also include women who are now going through a Pisces phase. The checklist at this chapter's beginning describes the Pisces type. The Pisces phase has the following characteristics. One, confused, changeable emotions. Two, a tendency to withdraw into self-absorption, romantic dreams, or alcohol and drugs. Three, repeated choice of disappointing or hurtful lovers. Four, an overpowering sense of obligation or self-sacrifice. Five, a new kind of spiritual understanding or awakening of faith. And six, a recognition of the joy of selfless service. So again, um, these are this is basically describing the phase of what you're probably going through if you're having it. So it mentions that a it says a Pisces type woman is a sun, a Pisces sun or other important planets, um, which is probably going to be Moon, um, Venus, uh, Mars, definitely your inner your inner planets, um, in my opinion. Or it says you're a Pisces ascendant or strong aspects to Neptune. So you don't even have to be a Pisces sun, but you can still have, you know, that that phase um, going on pretty much. And it says two key words for Pisces are suffering and service. Neptune and the 12th house rule the unconscious and the Pisces woman will always be at odds with herself until she confronts and accepts the task set for her in life. She will by turn flag flagellate herself with guilt and wallow in self-indulgence until she learns 
what giving really means. Her tendency is to rely on others for the answers, and they will always let her down. The astrological glyph, which represents Pisces, shows two fish swimming in opposite directions. The unique task of the Pisces woman is to choose the positive route and stick to it. Ideally, her destiny, her destiny is to bring the vision of magical possibilities to others since the frequent Piscean tendency is to float and take the easy way down and out. Pisces women need support and education to use their tremendously fertile imagination and sensitivity uh, productivity productively. They need to learn how to grow up without becoming dependent. So uh, that is part of the shadow side of Pisces. You guys um, can be very codependent. And um, I notice I've seen different kinds of Pisces. I see the Pisces that are very, um, they're not, I don't, they're independent, but they're not like to the point where it's like uh, in a masculine in- independence, if you get what I'm saying. Cause you know, like when you're running in the masculine, you're way more, um, let's see, like you're more just about yourself, put it like that. You're doing things, you're achieving things and you, you can't let anyone hold you down. I feel like a Pisces independence is more feminine, which is you're independent, but you still, you know, want to make sure people are taken care of and you're feeling happy. You, you, you put your happiness first. You're still there. You still help people, but you won't allow people to run over you, right? You're, you won't be dependent on that person because basically you'll be like, oh, okay. Like if I ask this person to do something, they don't do it. Then you'll just basically move on to the next instead of like, you know, like kind of like throwing a pity pot, pity, pity party for yourself. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I always take it. So first one, it says mysterious, beautiful, and romantic. Pisces is beautiful with limpid, soulful eyes filled with dancing lights. One can look into her eyes for a lifetime and never know the mysteries of their deaths. Her magic is is riveting, and one can't help but be attracted to it. Her world is as variance with ours. She sees more and suffers more. She is the divine malcontent of the zodiac. Her dreams are different, out of step with the cool rationality prompted by our culture. It is not possible to gauge what uh, what is really going on inside the head of the Pisces woman. She has a mask for each role and occasion, and she refers to it. She prefers it. She prefers it. So I don't know what's up with me and like seeing different words. She tunes into vibrations faster than a gypsy, but shrouds her insights. She is she is as wise and as inscrutable as a Delphic oracle. The Pisces woman has more unfulfilled dreams than Joan of Arc had visions. More dreams go wrong in her head than in reality, for many never see daylight. Oh, that kind of like speaks to me a little bit. Because that's like, I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know, part of the Vir- Virgoan aspect, like the opposite of Pisces is Virgo, obviously, and Virgos overanalyze things. So, yeah. All right, so the next one is going to be Subdolusive passive. In relationships, in love and work, the Pisces woman is elastic, fascinating, and full of surprises. She is tougher than she seems. She is different with different people. If anyone gets too close, she may just slip away. She follows better than she leads. She investigates fashionable cults and religions, hoping to find in them the ideal, the ideology, the ideology 
or a partner that suits her needs. She has more size than Shakespeare could have pinpointed. Gullible and savvy, naive and sophisticated, dependent yet strongly detached. Okay, and then it says mutable, adaptive, compartmentalized. Um, Pisces is a kaleidoscope and motion. Never a still photograph. Elizabeth Taylor has a Pisces son. She, ty- she typifies the Pisces woman's extraordinary beauty. The Piscean Tennessee to choose unsuitable partners, and the Piscean ability to juggle the strands of her life and her changing identity. Her ability to create illusion, acting, her crisis-prone character, and her guts and gift to survive are all indicative of the Piscean character. Um, okay, it says, in love with love, devoted, gullible, and easily hurt. Pisces needs to be needed. She is in love with love in her own special way. Given to sudden enthusiasm, she is not a passionate drummer but a delicate harpist capable of devotion from afar. She loves in every way, spiritually, religiously, platonically, sexually. Ideally, she is happiest when she can pour out all her feelings. In fact, she is demanding. She is a demanding perfectionist and remains compartmentalized in her attachments. I know a Pisces lady who had one father figure lover, a second lover who explored her own deep sensual seas, and a third with whom she had a tense, fraught emotional relationship. She juggled these three for over a year, pitting one against the other in her mind. None was her ideal, but for a while she was able to satisfy her different needs separately. Finally, in one dramatic act, she withdrew altogether with a deep sense of having been betrayed by each lover. The Pisces woman seems bent on picking partners and mates who disappoint her. Not surprising, because she is a dreamy idealist in love. She often projects the image of perfect soulmate into her lover, then experiences intense anger and frustration when she when he falls short. So I, this, oh my God, I feel like any Pisces placement that is from, you know, your big three, definitely Pisces, um, Venus can understand this because that was me for a long fucking time. Like we all know Pisces is known to have rose colored glasses. Like, and I'm going to admit there was men who I like literally showed red flags in the first like month of dating them. And I'm still making excuses like, Oh no, it's fine. He'll, he'll, he'll change that. Like, or maybe I can help him. Maybe I can heal him or something. Oh, maybe this and that, you know? And then when it doesn't work out, then you're like, you're mad at yourself. You're frustrated. Right. But it's like, if you just would have just not dealt with him and just like understood the red flags from jump, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to feel that way. And so I feel like sometimes us Pisces placements bring that shit on ourselves because we see what's going on, but we'd rather ignore it just because we're like, so like in love and, you know, oh, he's, he's going to be the perfect guy. And we put all this, like, like, we'll make a guy who's, who strictly says, I'm not really a romantic type, still date them and then get pissed that they're not romancing us when they literally told us they're not a romantic type. Like when a man tells you something like that, listen to him. He's not telling you to, to be, to fuck around with you. You know what I mean? Like he's telling you because he knows, like, he's not going to be the type that's going to romance you or he he may not be in touch with his emotions or nothing. And if it's like that and you know, you need that. Cause I know as a Pisces moon, I, you know, we have to have someone that is somehow like they, they understand our emotions because we are emotional creatures. 
if you get someone who's detached, you're going to be fucking sad like all the time because it's just not going to work. And it's going to make you feel like they don't give a shit, but it's like, they literally told you like, I'm not an emotional type. I am not romantic. And yet you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, you're not. Oh. And then you think I'm like, well, that maybe he'll change because of me and blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's just terrible. Don't put yourself through that Pisces. Just don't. Um, okay, it says sentimental and direct dependent. Pisces is a dreamer whose sensitive nature makes her unfit for direct action or speech. She has to learn to do both after she grows up. She also needs to learn to ask for what she needs. In an intimate relationship, Pisces needs to make every effort to retain a strongly independent self. Otherwise, instead of an equal tie between two adults, she will form a symbiotic relationship reminiscent of the parent-child bond. Okay. So the next one is intuitive, psychic, high-spirited strengths and dominated by subconscious. Um, It says the evolved Piscean believes in mysticism and reincarnation. She expects to survive worldly troubles and soar into more inspired dimension. She is contradictory in that she accepts pain and tragedy as part of life, but feels guilty if she sees other people suffer. She has a strong savior complex and consistently fights for the underdog. She 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 rationalizes her own suffering and neediness as natural life experiences, but she is often depressed. She believes in life after death and cosmic powers, but would like to be reassured. She has insight, but seldom trusts it. She lives in space, spaces others may never penetrate and keeps so much a secret that it is no wonder that communication gaps abound in Piscean households. She does not thrive on challenge and change, yet she is dominated by the unchanging undercurrents she allows to carry her along. Introverted, powerfully intuitive, and committed to mythology of suffering and beauty of love with pain, the Piscean must learn to build bridges in the outer world. But to build those bridges, Pisces must accept and articulate her vast intuition and imagination. Depression is her greatest enemy. As any lay counselors know, it, it is anger turned against oneself. Interesting. Okay, so the next one is um, a guilt-prone and self-sacrificing. Uh, Joy de Verve represents direction in which the Piscean needs to expand energy. Pisces feels guilty about many things. But most of all about selfish pleasure, she, uh, she often denies herself the very thing she knows would make her happy. The Pisces woman especially needs to learn to love herself more. She must learn a healthy selfishness. She must not always put others' needs ahead of her own. She needs to nurture herself. She was absorbed only too well society's dominations that to give is always better to receive than to receive. And I think this can go for women in general, in my opinion. But yes, Pisces, for sure. Um, We got to stop that shit. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. We got we have to stop that shit because we have been raised to always be of service to people. I know when I first like when when I had my kids, I I was very self-sacrificing. I felt like if I looked too nice, then I would be judged because people would assume that, oh, I'm, I'm being selfish because I'm, I'm taking care of myself. You know, I used to think that shit. So I would, I would make sure the household and everything's taken care of and I would come last. And at one point I was just looking very tacky because I would buy like lots of clothes and stuff for my kids and everything. And, but like, as far as me, I didn't really take care of myself good 
which that doesn't mean like just because you, you're walking around looking like shit that you're a good mom. And it doesn't mean that if you're looking great that um, you're a bad mom, right? And I just think as women, we're just, we're just learned, we, we've just been told to take care of everyone but ourselves and we come last with them. By the time we, you know, it's time for us to take care of ourselves, we're so depleted. So I want all women and Pisces placements, um, even Virgo, um, stop that. Like, make sure you're taken care of first and then worry about helping others, right? Like, if you're not taken care of, you can't help someone else. <laughs> like, that's just the God honest truth. So be aware of that. Um, to suggest to her that she be more selfish, more assertive, and confident is akin to heresy. Nevertheless, she does have a choice. The Pisces woman allows herself to be drained by many professional and personal situations. She needs to protect herself with detachment. She needs some of the qualities of her opposite Virgo. One's opposite astrological type describes the traits one must develop to become a whole person. These Latin tendencies, I love that. I'm going to read that again. One's opposite astrological type describes the traits one must develop to become a whole person. So I can't tell you guys this enough. You know, yes, you're a Pisces sun, but you also you also have to look to your opposite sign. So I highly recommend that people, you know, like if you're Pisces sun, you need to read about Virgo because that is Virgo traits is what you are lacking, right? And vice versa. If you're a Virgo, you need to read Pisces because Pisces traits are what you're lacking. Once you learn the traits of your opposite sign as well as yours, as well as your sign to like I said, to become that whole person, that really evolved sign, you have to you have to embody both traits of both signs, right? So if you have a Pisces with some Virgoan traits, which a Pisces that's very loving and caring, but also um, can get stuff done, knows how to uh, be of service, but to also make sure they have boundaries. Uh, but also know how to detach from people because people are good. One thing that bothers me, and they don't have to know that you're Pisces or whatever, but when people find out you're soft-hearted or kind or or loving and you like to help people, they're going to come after you. Like the, the energy vampires and the users and the manipulators, they literally come after you because they look at you as like a target, like, oh, yeah, I can get anything I want from her or him, you know? you can't allow that to happen. Like Virgos, you know, they're not gonna, they're gonna speak up for themselves or you're trying to use them. Like after a while, they're gonna be like, hey, you know, I'm doing all this stuff, but you're, you know, you're doing this or you're being this, you know what I mean? They're gonna call you out on it. While a Pisces, they're gonna be more quiet and just kind of like be just frustrated with themselves and kind of like, you know, like feel victimized and all that stuff. And just, it's just not a good time. And same with a Virgo, like Virgos, you guys are are lacking the compassion and, you know, emotional vulnerability of the Pisces. When you inherit, when you embody that, you're unstoppable. You're going to be a hardworking, you know, a hardworking Virgo that has compassion, love, and is emotionally vulnerable with boundaries. Do you know what I mean? So we got to do that. And it makes a lot of sense because me as a Libra, I need to embody those Aryan qualities because Libras 
we're all about other people. We're all about taking, you know, like being fair, diplomatic. And, but sometimes because we're ruled by Venus, we can be very lazy and, you know, we can overanalyze things sometimes. And sometimes we don't move to make what we want happen. But if we embody that Aryan energy, you're going to have a loving, compassionate Libra who knows how to take action on anything she puts her mind to. And same with Aries. Aries, you guys need to learn how to be not selfish, learn how to take, you know, help others at, at sometimes, learn how to be fair, be patient. You know, when you embody that, you're a, a, a Aries that takes action, but also cares for others and how others feel, right? Doesn't that make sense? That's what you call an evolved sign. That's an evolved Aries. That's an evolved Libra, an evolved uh, evolved, I'm saying evolved, evolved uh, Pisces and evolved Virgo. So that is a wonderful thing to look at. And I love that because it is true. We we seem to neglect that. And really what we're trying to do is we're trying to basically embody both signs, right? Okay, so it says, these latent tendencies need to emerge from the unconscious to be seen in the light and allowed to unfold. The Pisces woman needs Virgo traits of mental detachment, um, analysis, uh, analysis, clear goal setting, and rational judgment. She needs to engage in tasks that increase her confidence in her ability to perform and deliver. The optimum attitude is cultivated involvement or what might also be called detached involvement. A combination of empathy and commitment to doing for others, yet with an awareness of one's own needs. Exactly. We live in a different space. Uh, we live in different spaces and should never forget to cultivate our own gardens. Yeah, I, I just think that women in general, we just need to, we need to let go of what, you know, of course, patriarchy is going to do anything to get themselves served, you know, more so than anything. But we need to let go of that shit. Like, we definitely need to make sure. I'm not saying you just, like, basically t- tell everyone to fuck off or anything, but you have to have your time for yourself to take care of yourself and your needs. So don't, don't let that, you know, don't let that go. Okay. It says brooding, low energy. It says never, uh, never, ve- never very energetic physically. The, the Pisces woman must pay close attention to the negative emotions she harbors. She should understand their effect on her body. She should develop a better filtering system and release mechanisms. She needs to permit herself more frequent rest from anxiety. The holistic health movement is popularizing the concept that health means a balanced interrelationship between mind, body, and spirit. And I I wholeheartedly believe this. This is true for everyone, but because of her acute sensitivities, the Pisces woman is extremely affected if any of the three is is diseased. Personally and professionally, she can benefit by acquainting herself with the holistic movement. This movement is based on the age-old wisdom that the mind and the body are mutually interdependent and the physical health is an expression of mental health. As a practical measure, she needs to create environments that promote a sunny, cheerful attitude, colors, textures, music, flowers. The entire decor should be arranged so as to increase her self-esteem and energy. Okay. And the last one, it says low self-esteem, self de- 
denigration and procrastination. The Pisces woman's unhealthiest tendency is to believe herself and to escape into apathy and confusion. Like everyone else, she faces an important question, how to attain self-esteem. Specifically, Pisces must define what she needs to do in order to strengthen the positive aspects of her nature and aspect what gives her life meaning she should keep in mind that she is worthy acceptable human being as she is though we all long to be thinner or taller prettier or sturdier we forget that no matter how blemished we feel we we are we are each still unique and lovable pisces ought to remind herself constantly in every way of her positive assets the controlled demeanor of the pisces woman is punctuated by passionate crusades and disguises a deep fear of rejection Sometimes she seems submissive, wispy, or indecisive, while at other times she appears strong and ready for battle. She needs to learn to speak up and say what she thinks and feels. She can learn to acknowledge her supersensitive nature and share her excellent insights. She will earn others' understanding and respect and gain more self-respect. The Pisces woman can learn to love herself more by banding together with kindred spirits. She can build a communication group of, for the improvement of the human condition. This is a great way for her to be creative, responsible, and other directed. She will also receive positive feedback about her own unique contributions. The Piscean is a procrastinator. She needs to select people who will propel her to action while treating her sensitively. She must learn how to recognize these types in order to reach her goals. That's why I feel like um, Cancer, Scorpio, um, what is it, Capricorn and Virgo would be amazing for Pisces because those are all signs that are get up and goes. They don't fuck around. Um, they, you know, they're very goal oriented. Um, but yet they would understand, you know, like they have the, the empathy for, you know, the other person. So that's why I feel like that would work well for Pisces. All right. Um, okay, so this is Pisces relationships. It says, we all grow up looking for our fantasies to come true, expecting an ideal mate to arrive. We expect to have a primary relationship and share a lifetime of bliss with one partner. Oh, the dreams that I used to have when I was younger, I thought like my first boyfriend was going to be, you know, my my husband. <laughs> We think our relationships will protect us from the complex demands of self and the outside world. Though this is only fantasy, the devoted Pisces woman comes close to success in cushioning intimates against stress. She protects them and helps them realize their dreams. She makes a marvelous lover or mate as long as she feels loved and protected. But problems arise from the fact that she does not love herself enough. She may not at first attract men who support her. This situation can change, but it takes self-knowledge, self-esteem, time for change to occur. The Pisces woman who overcomes her tendency to brew, to cling, and put all her eggs in one basket has excellent love potential. She knows how to turn people on to themselves. She is liked and loved widely for people are attracted by her ability to help them love themselves. She also likes to please. She would walk on water if her partner asked her to, and she seems to float on the wings of romance. The Pisces woman needs a lot of love and protection, but seldom seems to get it. She continuously creates stress-free environments for others, but she, she herself is drained, not enriched by these efforts. She has not learned how to receive. Pisces is a puzzle of independence and keep, 
capability hidden under intense vulnerability. She is a woman of complex needs, needs magnified by her moodiness and fears of rejection. Contradiction is a cornerstone of her personality and contradiction characterizes her style and relationships. She catches herself and lovers by letting them pursue and catch her. She yearns to be captured and possessed, yet her spirit does not allow this. She needs friends who push and yet protect her. Impossible to predict or understand, she is a Sarah Bernhardt reincarnated. I don't know who that is, so I can't explain. I'm so sorry. Muse, Mother, Whore, and Madonna are female archetypes conceived by men. She is all at different ti- she is all at different times and at times she is all simultaneously. She is seductive and knows how to get the man she wants. However, Pisces in her 30s and 40s is highly crisis prone. That's when she realizes that she has fulfilled roles passed on to her by her mother and her culture that she has played out her man's fantasies but barely knows her own needs, fantasies and preferred roles. Interesting. Okay, it says, what she needs to learn is specifically the Pisces woman needs to distinguish between commitment and attachment, which which produce different feeling states. The mate or friend involved with the newly emerging Pisces woman needs to support her search and her growth. He or she must accept the Piscean need to break some ties. It is essential to trust that her search will yield more self esteem and that ultimately this will strengthen the relationship the turmoil that accompanies the emergence of new self is to be expected but it is also possible and desirable for partners to respond to each other's need need survive the turmoil and grow from it the pisces woman must remember that no matter how rocky her relationships become or how many she views as failure she has needed these experiences they are challenges and signposts in her evolution the Pisces woman especially needs to understand the concept of androgyny. Male and female, yin and yang, are any ways that complement each other in living organisms. Their apparent duality is based on the holistic natural unity, thus the two fish that symbolizes her sign are intrinsically united through they appear to swim in opposite directions. Commitment means, I love and accept you as you are and will do what I can to help you love and accept yourself. It means I will do all I can to support your well-being. Attachment means I love you because I need you, and I want you to take care of me in turn. I want you to love me in my way. The immature Pisces easily becomes attached because she makes she mistakes attachment for commitment. She often feels unloved. The mature Pisces woman can love her in- intimates unconditionally and feel they love her. Because Pisces is so adept at nonverbal communication, she seldom discusses psycho-emotional needs. But as she is breaking her ties with the unhealthy parts of her past, she needs to emphasize verbal communication. She can avoid rocky times if she shares herself with friends and lovers and includes them in her growth process. Her relationship thrives. Thrive. Will they, ugh, her relationships thrive when they include at least two of the three A's: affirmation affection and admiration so that's a good um I love that it gave that example of um commitment and attachment because I do see um like as Pisces we can easily get attached and think that's what that that's what we want like we it's like we want someone to you know, we love them because we need them, you know, because we feel like we can't live without them. And that's actually more of an attachment. 
than more of a commitment. So be careful with that, um, you guys. Okay, so we are at the Pisces sexuality. It says, during her lifetime, the Pisces woman undergoes radical change in her sexuality. A woman with multiple selves and varying needs, she is initially more openly concerned with social and moral issues than with psychosexual development. Sexually, she is a late bloomer. Her judgment and love is clouded. Often, she mistakes fantasy for love. She mistrusts, she mistrusts men, has a tired complex, and is repeatedly deeply hurt. Like her sign, Pisces' sexuality is double-edged. In experience, she is a delicate flower whose scent attracts those unsuited to her. Experience, she is a discriminating and confident love artist. The mature Pisces woman is a sensitive, sensuous, unusually creative lover in control of her body and able to please her partner as easily as she pleases herself. She can be sexually liberated or old-fashioned and chaste. She plays out her lover's fantasies and mirrors his moods. She believes in the possibility of the total love experience and in sex as an exchange of ecstasy. For the Pisces woman, it is especially important to choose a lover or mate who compliments and brings out her higher nature. For if she is not careful, she can be humiliated and lowered through her sexual unions. She has strong masochistic tendencies and she is insecure. She is so closely attuned to a man's moods and needs that she often mistakes them for her own. She gives much of her power away and blames herself for almost everything that goes wrong. For her, the total love-slash-sex combination is a compelling need. Her internal struggles create uh, a, strong, a spiral either up, towards, either up toward peak experiences in sex with love or down into the dust of sadomasochism, exploitation, drugs, or total self-denial. The Piscean sexual nature is protein. Protein, I think? It never has a predictable one-dimensional quality. On the contrary, it is forever in flex... I'm so sorry if you guys hear that. Someone's doing their yard. I can't I can't help that. That's like the neighbors. Um, ambivalent, rich with potential and forks in the road. The central appetite is keen, subtle, altern- alternately self-efficacing and leshly demanding. The Pisces woman has ethereal out-of-body transports, ecstatic, erotic experiences with the right man at the right time. He is as often her mate as not. The important thing is that she must feel he is a soulmate if she is to open up. The Pisces woman is one of the few who enjoy long-distance, unconsummated affairs. She also enjoys long-distance, sexually active relationships. She puts her lover on a pedestal and likes intrigue, veiled, and difficult situations, torturous, unpredictable paths. She has a great tendency in the most toward bisexuality. She is attracted to the soft, receptive beauty of females and is often more, often far more comfortable with the feminine kind of gentle lovemaking than with hard male thrusting. Androgynous, poetic men are nearly irresistible to her. She wants to mother them, and she does. She wants to feel their hairless, youthful, lathe, textured beauty, and she does. Her sex drive ebbs and flows. She can be insatiable for weeks or months, luscious, uh, right for the soft and hard touch she also periodically um <laughs> my cat uh wants to fill uh fill their hair oh, I read that. uh she can be insatiable for weeks or months let's just uh ripe for the soft and hard touch she also periodically enters an apathetic state she then withdraws from all sexual activity and su- sub sublimates 
her urge in more neutral pursuits. When she is depressed, she loses all sexual desire. And the tumor of self-doubt spreads. Her personality stamps her sexual response. It is silical, in some cases marked by a highly compressed manic phase alternating with depressive tendencies. The key words in understanding Pisces sexuality are fantasy and esotericism. The Pisces woman fantasizes what sex is like and dares not separate the gold of her daydreams from the dross of her life. In the best time, her fantasy matches reality. She has esoteric tastes, talents, and potential. It is the best of times or the worst of times. But Pisces' sexuality transcends definition. It operates on 110 to 220 voltages voltage at the same time, a dual tempo and inlectable rhythm that outwits time and one's own peak preconceptions and it says what uh it says love and sex is next pisces has subtle electric uh, intensity like the glow of a low watt bulb in an antique light fixture only connoisseurs detect her underlying volatile mysterious sexuality she is a sexual artist whose love can fashion unsurpassable works as she gains confidence she creates chef's divorce Adds to her experience, follows her intuition. She loves many men on her path to a harmonious life. Pisces learns quickly. She gives with pleasure and exceeds to her lover's demands. The more outraged he, he is, the more she likes it. She needs a sexually expert lover who helps release her own inhibitions. The other option is a lover whose passion and love incite her own. She loves best the man who freely expresses his needs and fantasies. Yes, that's wonderful. That speaks to any Piscean heart. <laughs> Her demure appearance bellies an incessant fantasy life in which she is pleasured by strongly dominant males. Pisces uses the idea of forced seduction for erotic appeal. She enjoys being possessed, yet she secretly aims to be mistress of the situation. She wants Prince Charming to woo her in the gentlest troubadour tradition, but she also wants a uh, Jack the Ripper, who forces her to open up and yield in agonized, ecstatic surrender. She lets a man dominate her, but in turn takes possession of him by becoming his indispensable slave and ally, much like Willie Skechersade in A Thousand and One Nights. I don't know if you guys are into Euphoria, which is fucking amazing, but this kind of reminds me of that part in the last episode. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but if you watch it, you'll see, like, the part with Nate and Cassie where she's, like, they're talking about how, like, she wants him to basically, like, control her and all this stuff, and that just, <laughs> that just screams Pisces to me. I always felt like that character either was, like, either a Libra, a Pisces, or um, a Cancer, in my opinion, so I don't know. It's, it's a good show, though. If you haven't watched it, please do. Like, my friend got me into it. I didn't think I would like it, except that it was going to be about basic high school people getting high, but it's so much more than that. So, highly recommend. Anyways, she likes to cater to her lover's fantasies. If only on the chance of seeing them lose control, she wins her lover's heart by making him feel special, by having him believe she is on Earth expressly for his pleasure. However, she can intuitively assess the amount of power this gives her, and she fully enjoys it. She plays these love games to avoid being hurt. Her sexual education is colored by her fear of not measuring up. She needs a very special type of man who's recognized this, who sees and loves a sacred little girl inside. 
Pisces likes sex to be p- playful, free, bubbly, imaginative, exp- exploratory, rich in moods and variations. A depressive man cannot be a good lover, especially for her. A manic type would not be sensitive and considerate enough. The man who considers um, certain sexual behavior patterns deviant based on his moral scruples cannot help her get out her own restrictions when she is honest. Pisces admits that one sexual act that is taboo to her involves extreme violence. She may find incest or bestiality unacceptable also. Uh, I would hope so. But if the truth be known, they intrigue her king side. Ew, fuck that. That's gross. Um, gosh, my stomach is growling like hell, even though I already ate some fruit, but it's like, I need, I need protein. Um, <clears throat> it says she enjoys wearing masks to bed, being surrounded by incense, candlelight, and soft pillows. She likes vibrators as added uh, stimulation and feathers for the teasing touch. She will try anything once and once aroused. She likes most anything. Water games are a good bet. The Pisces woman in love gets carried away. She finally tells her lover how much she adores wearing high heels and a garter belt to bed or what the whip in the closet intrigues her. Strange encounterments act as strong stimulants, but until she is secure in the relationship, she may not feel free enough to enjoy them, though she'll probably try. Playing a whore is one of her fantasies. She'd love to go to a costume ball with a man she loves each dressed as the other's favorite wet dream. Public sex may take some getting used to, but if her lover gently introduces her to a Californian-style hot tub under the stars' ecstasy, she's likely to enjoy more than coupling adukes. She likes her man to surprise her. If he comes over with a Chinese meal and eats it with her in a bubble bath, she will be his slave for the night. Or she may just proceed to make love to him as he never dreamed a woman could make love. When Pisces takes command, she does so totally. In addition to her sexually dri- sexual drive, it is her gift for survival that compels her to search. She wonders how she will find unity within and with another. What the Pisces woman seeks in the unification of love and sex in her union with another is purity and harmony. Her biggest tax is to turn her fear of confinement and rejection into love of life and love and guilt-free sex. So if you're dealing with the Pisces, I'm telling you guys, if you, if you connect she is she's literally going to be like your dream woman because Pisces do they they are magical in bed and I've heard I've heard that from a lot of people um because of the way they connect not only with their emotions but like with their soul and they just know how to use like their feminine magic and ways to move uh they're very intuitive to what you like and they will do they will pretty much kind of portray that so you won't be sad (laughs) Of course, not all, but, you know, that's just the same. It says what she needs to learn. The Piscean has the potential for sharing energy totally and equally with another being. We can all learn to transform early fears and hangups into life-giving feelings, especially where Pisces woman transforms her sexual encounters into a whole soul-binding union with her special lover. She wants a sensory flowering that is complete and shared. It is difficult to move from sexual repression to full sensuality. The first step recommended by today's sex therapist is knowing how to give pleasure to oneself. Pisces needs to learn, needs to get to know her own body well and not simply trust administrations of others. An artist and pleasing her partner, she can also please herself. She can then share the knowledge acquired through self-pleasuring. Though she is shy about private matters, it is essential in a growing relationship 
to communicate such information about oneself. For specific verbal communication, for communication skills, see all Scorpio relationships. The Pisces woman has an has an instinctive connection with an ancient route to the perfect love union she seeks. This path is called Tantra. Roughly translated, Tantra means the science of ecstasy. For total fulfillment, the Pisces woman needs a man who can go this route with her. Tantra is a psycho-physical system 5,000 years old. Its goal is to create perfect harmony within the paths to Tantra are varied. One can reach perfection according to Tantras through the use of sound, visualization, or sexual intercourse. The object of a sexual exchange within the Tantric framework is to heighten and extend rapport to create through lovemaking a oneness between a man and a woman. To practice Tantra, the following conditions are necessary. Number one, the partner needs to be sexually experienced and mature. Number two, they need to be a constant in each other's lives. Number three, they need to be able to bounce back from failure and have the will to try again. Uh, number four, they need to devote time to, the, to this process. Number five, they need to give need to give up the Western goal-oriented approach to sex. And Tantra, orgasm is not the goal. Pleasure is. Now, that that is what I highly believe in. Like, I, I definitely, of course, I'm going to make sure, like, the person I'm with is going to orgasm. And, you know, but... I try to tell people all the time that sex is not about just coming. It's just not. Like, if you look at it like that, you're completely robbing yourself of the pleasure of it. You know what I mean? Because most people, if they're focused on getting an orgasm, they're going to be too busy kind of like, oh, I got to make sure I do this so that he or she is, you know, coming and all this stuff. It's like sometimes you don't have to come. Just because you don't come, it doesn't mean you... um are not good at sex. Like sometimes, like, like for me, I've mentioned before that when it comes to sex, there's times where, of course, like orgasming is great, but there's times where I'm like, I'll tell like my husband, let's just, you know, like, I'm like, you know, like, let's just explore, like, let's just try something different. And the end game is like, don't think about trying to make me come or anything, but the end game is just like, if I was like, I'll be like, if we come, great. If we don't, great like the point is it's just to pleasure each other and like try something different and new and you know that's just how you got to get down that's so I completely understand I love that um I might have to look into that a little bit more I like that though but it says the Pisces woman is particularly good candidate for enlightened enlightened sexual methods she crusades for spiritual growth she has a primal need to love wholly in order to realize herself she needs to transcend the negative emotions that could keep her confined to depression and ultimately lead to self-destruction. Self-energy, sexual energy is a potent basic energy in humans. If the Piscean harnesses it, she is using universal energy. If she uses it, she drains herself of self-love and creativity. Okay. And then the next one, I think we're almost at the end, pretty much. Yeah. So the next one is Pisces lifestyle, which is monogamy and non-monogamy. Pisces is strongly committed to martial monogamy, for by nature she is conservative, however, times have changed, and she is now and she is she now is discovering her own unrealized desires. Her opportunities for outside sexual involvement are also more numerous. A woman may be looking for different traits in a husband than she seeks in a lover. In addition, the Pisces woman's needs in the first half of her life are vastly different from her needs in later years. 
In early adulthood, she may still be a little girl looking for a big, strong man to take care of her. Thus, she chooses a husband who is a good provider and a protector, a good father, and an indulgent and seemingly all-powerful male. Sounds like a Capricorn. Anyways. <laughs> um, later, she wants a man who helps her grow up and capture a new independence. She wants him to be happy that she is developing into a responsible, self-sufficient woman. However, life is such that not all men are able or willing to assist in this transformation. As mates, Pisces women are uh, loyal. If you hear my stomach growling, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's loud as fuck, so I don't know if you guys can hear that or not. Um, as mates, Pisces women are loyal, sensitive, giving, creative, conservative. If convinced she has made a good choice, the Pisces woman will suffer anything, any, anything destiny brings her way. She performs miracles with small budgets and lavishes tender, loving care on her mates. However, she expects rejection and easily uh, talks herself into it. It is very hard for her to leave a man, but when she does, she can easily fall head over heels in love with the next one. Pisces tends to marry more than once. The following represents typical situations which could influence the Pisces women to become non-monogamous. Number one, fantasy love. This may never be consummated she may carry on a platonic love affair for years it's rooted in a yearning for something beyond the ordinary and in her fabulous imagination number two personal growth she changes radically and so do her needs and values if her mate does not keep up she will try elsewhere she may never tell him or she may leave him with no warning she is anything but predictable Three, discovering her mate's imperfections. she married when young and inexperienced she perhaps also used bad bad judgment she now discovers her mate is not who she thought, and in her disillusionment of romanticism, she gives herself to someone else. She's a virgin of Emma Bovary, the incurable romantic. The marriage may survive several of these episodes. Number four, repeated bad judgment. Pisces often seems to pick the wrong man after each realization that he is not suitable. She swears off men or her... In- or her mate altogether, then she once, then once again against her better judgment, she gets uh, re-involved. This can result in adultery or serial monogamy. Number five, low self-esteem, repressed anger. This is the I'll show him I'm good enough for him game, plus the I'll show him I'm someone to reckon with ploy. Neither is constructive and both are bad for the marriage. Um, number six, lack of sensitivity or lack of emotional expressiveness and partner. This is deadly. She starts out as a flower in bloom, wilts for lack of nutrients, and searches elsewhere to survive. Many Pisces women find themselves in this situation for a few men match their need for sensitive caring. Number seven, sadism of a partner. Pisces often attracts brutes. She will leave after she discovers what she has allowed to happen to her. In the meantime, she cheats in order to get support to leave. The biggest problem here is that she also tells herself she deserves this kind of treatment. No one does. Eight, general escapism. Sometimes she just can't cope. Pisces may become a runaway wife, a suddenly compulsive career woman, or an alcoholic to get away from the relationship. The beginning of the cure is to face herself. Okay, so it says, summing up Pisces, the Pisces woman's challenge is to find positive channels for her psychic, artistic, and therapeutic powers. Many Pisces heal by laying uh, on of hands. Other foretell the future, paint, write poetry, or act. They can be champions of the truth and defenders of the poor and helpless. Pisces is directed by her subconscious, her dreams, 
She is a vast ocean of psychic and spiritual powers. However, she must remember that she is mortal. She has a limited span on earth and at least in this physical body. Time can run short and much needs to be accomplished in order to discover the real meaning of physical and mental health. She must pierce the fog of her own visions, explore her repressed feelings, confront the outside world, and communicate with those around her. She must seek out those who will embrace the talents she has by be they artistic, therapeutic, or paranormal. The energy of the group support system will prevent Pisces from slipping off into the ethers of her dreams or fears. On the other hand, she cannot depend on others to do her work for her. She must consistently reassess, turn her self-absorption into a more detached self-investigating than she will recognize and affirm her own strengths while detecting her weaknesses weaknesses and transforming them into strengths as well. The age of Pisces is about to end. The last 2,500 years have been symbolized by two fish swimming in opposite directions, possessive materialism and unselfish love. The message of the next age is precise precisely the positive side of Pisces, the filtration and elimination of negativity and transcendence transcendence of self-individualism. The Pisces woman is, in her own way, a pioneer. It is essential that she transmits what she feels, knows, experiences, and envisions. She must build bridges and she must act. If the Pisces woman can share her inner visions and exteriorize the love she feels and symbolizes, if she can keep Positive, focus, and active, she will be a key figure ushering in the age of Aquarius, the age of the future. Okay, so that is it for this uh, that book. And then, of course, we go and jump to, uh, let's see, the Pisces part of this. Um, okay. All right, so this is an erotic astrology, and it says, Sun in Pisces. Pisces' reputation as one of the most perplexing and difficult signs to understand is well-deserved. They are like chameleons that change color to match their surroundings. The intriguing combination of the water element and the, and the mutable quality gives you your special gift, your ability to fit in no matter where you, where you happen to be. The symbol for your sign, a pair of fish swimming in opposite directions, emphasize the basic duality of your nature. It sometimes seems as though your several different personalities roll into one. As a result, you get along famously with all types of people. The aura of mystery that surrounds you comes as much from the fish's innate talent for changing in manner and appearance in the blink of an eye, as well as from your own inclination to keep your dreams and secrets to yourself. Um, intuitive Pisces relates to the world through emotions rather than physical action or intellect. You're romantic to the core and feel empty and incomplete without love in your life. Your understanding of intimate relationships is so strongly influenced by your dreams and ideals that you tend to believe people actually are whatever you fervently wish them to be, to be compassionate, kind, and loving. You can be an easy mark for a good sob story. However, despite a seemingly fragile psyche and a dislike of confrontation, fish are actually a lot tougher than most people. Realize, Pisces is no patsy, and when you need to need help or support, you're not above using a charming and direct approach that appeals to your lover's protective nature and eventually gets you what you want. In bed, it says, although fish are not normally sexually aggressive, they're among the most beguiling and alluring individuals in the zodiac. 
You don't need to pursue love because love generally has a way of finding you. Fish often come off as shy and quiet in public, but in the privacy of the bedroom, you blossom into a sensual and creative lover, adoring both playful and passionate sexual encounters with your partner. In bed, you like to combine the real and the surreal, so your lovemaking becomes a creative hyperstate where most anything is possible. If your lover is the type who enjoys indulging in role-playing games or other fights of erotic fantasy, you're primed to go all night long, and as with so much of your life, love and sex is a magical tour of mind, body, and soul. Pisces possesses a kind of sexual electricity that is almost magnetic, and this mysterious quality works as an aphrodisiac in the game of love. Sex as a complete spiritual and physical union makes you feel safe free and uninhibited naturally kind and compassionate the act of pleasing your partner is second nature in and out of bed you give of yourself repeatedly without expecting anything in return you love completely and view this sacred state as the best that life has to offer love can be particularly scary for the fish yet when it's right it has the power to transcend all limits and transport you to a new world um turn-ons and turn-offs so it says, sex for you is a beautiful fantasy in which you merge and blend with your partner to become one soul. The lover who inflames your imagination is the one most likely to set your libido on fire. Just gazing at, into his or her eyes doesn't quite do it for you. You crave romance with a capital R. A romantic getaway for two is often the first step toward making your erotic dreams reality. You respond enthusiastically to love making in a dreamy location, preferably one on a, near a body of water. It doesn't really matter if it's luxurious cruise or a single night at budget beach. Even at home, nothing turns you on like a sensuous bath or a spa soaked with your beloved. Afterward, you like being towel-dried and dusted with powder like a baby. The feet are Pisces' major erogenous zone. Most enjoy having their feet held, bathed, stroked, and massaged, and toe-sucking drives them into a sensual frenzy. Pisces' sexual cravings can be somewhat unpredictable and often encompass a wide range of erotic fantasies. Driven by emotions as well as physical desire, you crave a bit of drama in the boudoir. When you get bored, you may yearn for dream lover to come and whisk you off to some wild erotic love nest. Barring this, you get off on the fun and excitement of fantasy-inspired sex games. A lover who is able to surprise you with something new or different in the bedroom will continue to hold your interest. You are particularly fond of little present, especially if the gifts are seductive garments or sex toys designed to increase pleasure and excitement. So it just sounds like really like magical, pretty much. But um, I didn't really, I don't know if I zoned out or something, but I didn't really hear um, Uh, what their turn-off says, it just says, when you get bored, you may yearn for a dream lover to come and whisk you off, or some wild exotic love nest. Hmm. Okay, so, there's a sexual synergy. This is, of course, Pisces with all 12 of the zodiacs, so, of course, we are, we will start with Aries. It says, Pisces is a sensitive dreamer. Aries, an aggressive doer. Pisces' idea of romantic date may be a night at the opera while the ram would rather go to a basketball game. However, each is caring, idealistic, and romantic. If Pisces is willing to feed the ram's ego, you two should get along okay. Uh, Pisces with Taurus, both are ultimate romantics and share a deep appreciation for beauty, art, and music. Although dreamy Pisces may sometimes feel the bull's famous patience, you two have 
Oh, try the Bulls famous uh, patience. You two have much to give each other. As long as Pisces is caring and attentive, the bull is usually willing to overlook the inevitable differences. Pisces with Gemini. These two mutable signs have some interests in common, but there are differing temperaments to make this an uncertain matchup. Gemini may be captivated by the elusive fish's air of mystery, but has little patience with Pisces emotional outbursts. The twins' cool indifference can drive the needy, ultra-sensitive fish straight up the wall. Pisces with Cancer. This is a very compatible combination. You two feel safe together because you're tuned to the same wavelength and are able to protect each other's feelings. However, both are extremely sensitive. When hurt or disappointed, the crab calls off to hide in his or her or her shell and brood in silence, whereas the emotional fish collapses in tears. Pisces with Leo. Leo and Pisces often find themselves attracted to each other precisely because they are so different. The fish is fascinated by Leo's dramatic persona, and the lion is intrigued by Pisces' mystical aura. Still before long flamboyant, Leo begins to grate on the fish's nerves, and Pisces' moodiness gives the lion cause to bolt for the exit. Pisces with Virgo. Virgo is cerebral, reserved, and fault-finding. Pisces is super emotional and easily hurt. Even so, Pisces finds Virgo's common-sense approach to life comforting. Pisces is a warm, generous lover capable of sensing Virgo's moods and desires, and the naturally reserved virgin is intrigued and turned on by the fish's unrestrained sensuality. Pisces with Libra. You two are the classic people who need people. Each is romantic, caring, and, and idealistic, and you get along well together. Because of because you both want peace and harmony, sexually you two are compatible, but emotionally you are on different planets. Pisces' clean nature tends to scare Libra, and the scale's cool detachment upsets the fish. Pisces with Scorpio. The fish may sometimes feel overwhelmed by the scorpion's power and intensity, but Pisces really likes having someone to lean on. Both are moody, yet Pisces has some difficulty in understanding Scorpio's needs to be alone during dark times. Still, you two are genuine soulmates and share the water signs deep psychic connection. Pisces with Sagittarius, a match between these two can be difficult, although Pisces is attracted to Sagittarius, buoyant, buoyant vitality, the archer spirit can be dampened by the fish's tendency toward dependency. Archers are adventurous wanderers, fish are homebodies. When Pisces longs to spend time with Sagittarius, the archer usually has some place to go. Pisces with Capricorn. Despite difference in temperament, you two have a great deal to offer one another. While Capricorn is not an emotionalized Pisces, the goat is protective and can be surprisingly patient when dealing with the fish's insecurities. Pisces is kind and caring and looks up to Capricorn in a way that makes the goat feel appreciated. Pisces with Aquarius. A successful match between these two can be difficult to achieve. Pisces is arguably the most emotional sign in the zodiac and Aquarius the least emotional one. Although each of you is a visionary who gets off on on helping people in other ways, you are very different. Compromise is the most hope for this pairing. Pisces with Pisces. As psychic soul soulmates, you make an outstanding team. Thanks to the innate passivity of your natures, there is sure to be little conflict when you are together. However, neither of you is focused on the practical realities of daily living. Too much alike to avoid chaos, you may require hired help to help you to help your domestic lives in order. All right, that is it, you guys. That's it for the Pisces sex and relationship part of the podcast. I hope you guys have the rest of an amazing day. I need to go eat because my stomach is screaming at me. So I love you guys so much. And I hope you guys truly um, have a most wonderful day. Thank you so much for your support.
have a wonderful day. Bye.